Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica and I am your host. As you can tell from the title of this week's episode, we are going to be talking all about cross-listing. I have been doing it for years now and it has definitely helped me take my business more serious and grow it across multiple platforms. So in this week's episode, I'm going to break down the ins and outs of cross-listing. I'm going to give you some pros and cons, and I am also going to share the best-kept secrets of cross-listing effectively so you don't run into those little problems everybody is nervous about of if it sells on one platform and sells on another at the same time. I want to make sure that does not happen with some of the tips that I give you at the end of this episode. So if you are interested in learning a little bit more about cross-listing, just keep on listening. To start off this week's episode, I kind of want to maybe talk about a little bit of the different platforms that I currently sell on and maybe, you know, give you guys some ideas if you do want to expand. Um, just like many of the people listening to this podcast, I use Poshmark. I love Poshmark. I've been selling on Poshmark for probably four or five years now, which is amazing and impressive. Um, I also sell on Curtsy. I sell on Depop, Mercari, um, and Etsy. Those are my main ones. I have experience of selling on Vinted, and I have experience of selling on eBay. So uh, if that should tell you anything, I am definitely a cross-lister if I (laughs) represent so many different platforms to sell on. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know those are the platforms that I currently sell on and um, the reason I decide to cross-list so heavily is because most of the items that I end up picking up from thrift stores, from liquidation outlets, and even from sales sections, I know that not every platform is going to be perfect for a specific item. Case in point, um, when I first started this podcast, I have an episode. You guys are free to go listen to it. I love it so much. It is my Curtsy versus Depop episode. In that episode, I talk about the different aesthetics of the two different selling apps, which are technically geared towards the same audience. They're geared towards a younger generation, yet they represent two completely different aesthetics. And just because you have one doesn't mean the items that you are going to sell is going to um, go for much or even be heavily liked and that kind of stuff on those platforms. Case in point, I am an avid shopper of the Plato's Closet 90% off sale. Um, Just a little disclaimer, if you have a Plato's Closet in your hometown, follow their Instagram, look towards their 90% off sale because it is amazing. Anyways, so I'm a huge advocate for shopping the Plato's Closet 90% off sale because I know I can get a lot of good brands there. In my last haul, I got... um, Free People, I got Brandy Melville, I got Urban Outfitters, I got Lily Pulitzer, and I got Princess Polly. I scored some really great brands 
for less than $2, which makes me so happy because I know there's no way on earth I could get that kind of stuff at a Goodwill without maybe spending 15 hours there. But with everything being in Plato's Closet sales section, I can get it right there. So back to what I was saying, um, I have a lot of nice, um, a lot of nice brands, but I know I can put them on, say, my Poshmark. However, Poshmark has been very hit or miss with a lot of the brands that used to do very well. Case in point, Free People. I noticed that Free People isn't doing quite as well on Poshmark as it used to, maybe because of the oversaturation and also maybe because of the season. It is now winter, so people aren't really dressing in the boho vibes. But um, on Curtsy, I noticed that I would have a higher opportunity to sell free people, to sell Princess Polly rather than just keeping it on Poshmark. Um, Of course, there's always an opportunity for me to sell it on Poshmark. That's why I list it on Poshmark first and foremost, because that is my main thing that I do right now. Well, I normally mainly do Etsy, but um, my second go-to app when it comes to individual items is Poshmark. But that doesn't mean I don't want to list it onto an app that I feel like could have a better market for it. And that's why I would take an item that I listed on Poshmark and put it on my curtsy because I know curtsy would give it just as much, if not more, attention as Poshmark. And thus, the birth of cross-listing. Cross-listing is taking one item and listing it across different platforms. Whether that be a pair of Levi jeans, you can list it on Poshmark, Depop, Curtsy, Etsy, the whole nine yards. Instead of just keeping it on one platform, which a lot of people do, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, just make sure it is catered to the people that are shopping on that platform. Um, Instead of keeping it on one platform, you're opening yourself up to more sales and the potential of new customers. Um, One thing I forgot to completely say, which I don't know why it didn't cross my mind, I sell on Mercari too. I am so sorry to not have mentioned I sell on Mercari. Mercari is my second best app when it comes to listing items um, first priority. Mercari is an amazing app and honestly it is very congruent to Poshmark so if you're interested in starting up a Mercari this new year I recommend it over any of the other selling apps because you have the opportunity to sell more than just clothing which is something you can't really even say um, too much on Poshmark. So I'm sorry, I digress. Um, So yeah, if you are interested in maybe expanding your selling, your business, and wanting to grow, I recommend cross-listing. Cross-listing can get some of those items that might not sell on Poshmark out of your closet because you never know who is on the internet. A lot of people, though a lot of people are on Poshmark, a lot of people are not on Poshmark. Some people prefer platforms like Mercari or Curtsy, especially with their um, college outreach. A lot of people would rather be on different apps than Poshmark. So don't always assume that your target audience will only ever be on Poshmark. And that's the first thing really about cross-listing is understanding the items that you have and seeing if there's a market for it somewhere else. 
as I said, with the Free People and the Princess Polly, those are huge brands that are popular with the college age group of women. And of course, I'm going to put it on Poshmark because that group of women are also on there. However, there are other selling apps like Curtsy that are totally, completely, and utterly geared towards college-age women. So, of course, I'm going to put the Princess Polly um, dress, cross-list it, keep it on Poshmark just in case it sells, but also putting it on my curtsy where I know that it might have a better opportunity to sell. That's why I personally believe that cross-listing is so beneficial to um resellers, if you are transitioning from doing this as a hobby to maybe part-time or full-time work, cross-listing will be honestly your number one um, step into that right direction. So I want to, I want to give you guys some pros and cons of cross-listing. I have this list. It is from a blogger. It is Poshmark Share, a reseller virtual assistant blog that I have been reading a little bit of, not too much, but they have a list of pros and cons that I want to read to you guys, and I will explain it a little bit better to you in my own words. So the pros that they have for cross-listing are double the exposure, which is absolutely correct. You get the eyes of Poshmark, Curtsy, Depop, etc. on your listing as compared to just having the eyes of only one selling app on there. Number two, increased profits. That is another thing that is very true. By cross-listing, you have the opportunity to make the full price that you wanted, but you might not get on one of the selling apps. Number three, create your own competitive pricing which is so true. Um, Another fun fact about me and my journey of cross-listing, when it comes to items that vary towards the specific app that I'm putting on, I tend to make it more expensive on the app that I know it is more geared towards. I'm going to continue the Princess Polly dress example because I have talked about it before. I got a Princess Polly dress. It was new with tags from Play-Doh's Closet. I bought it for $2. On Poshmark, there wasn't a huge market for Princess Polly dresses. So, of course, I would put it on Poshmark for a reasonable price that someone might buy it for. However, no one budged. But I put it on Curtsy for a higher price, a little bit less than the asking price of Princess Polly, and it actually sold for the full price on Curtsy. Isn't that crazy? That's the thing about cross-listing, is that on certain apps that you decide to cross-list on, you may have the opportunity to make more money on those apps. Number four ability to sell more than just clothing. As I've said, Poshmark is kind of niche when it comes to what they want you to sell. They have just started branching out, which is good. When Poshmark first started coming out, it was just clothing. You could really just sell clothing. And honestly, I think it was at one time just women's clothing. Um, They have introduced a home section, but that is honestly it as far as the expansion of Poshmark. So you're looking at mainly selling clothes on there. On Curtsy, you can only sell clothes on there. But on apps like Mercari and even Depop, you are open to sell so much more. You're open to sell records, electronics, clothing, jewelry, so much more. Honestly, and you can sell like houseware stuff. Not a lot of people do it on Depop because of the niche market. But um, you are open to 
doing that kind of um, selling like things you don't use in your house and all that kind of stuff. That's the thing about cross-listing is that you don't have to just focus on purely selling um, what you are specifically used to on Poshmark. I hope that makes sense. I'm so sorry for that little tam tangent I went on a second ago. I just got interrupted. I finally got into Clubhouse. I got a invite and I've been waiting on it for a month. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I can get into some of the reseller groups and possibly do an episode about that. So I'll keep you guys posted. But like I was saying before, the last thing that I mentioned is that you have the ability to sell more than just clothing. Um, on Poshmark and Curtsy, like I said, you are more um, required to sell clothing and stuff that fits their aesthetic. Whereas when you cross list, you have the opportunity on eBay, Mercari, and even Depop to sell far more than just clothing. I know with eBay and <laughs> Mercari, you can kind of sell anything. You can sell printers, you can sell um, appliances, you can sell artwork. I've seen on Depop, um, Depop isn't strict about what they ask you to sell. As long as it can be shipped, Depop is okay with it. So you can sell artwork on there. You can sell like organization things, little trinkets. You think of it, you can honestly sell it on other platforms that are past Poshmark and Curtsy. So yeah, that's another thing I wanted to mention. And the only con that this website listed as a thing against cross-listing is that it's time-consuming, which is 110% correct. However, I'm not trying to sell you guys anything. I'm not trying to get you guys to click a separate link. I am purely just going to give you guys some tips that have gotten me this far for so many years as I have been cross-listing, and I'm just going to give you guys the complete and utter truth. Cross-listing is very time-consuming, and it can be a little nerve-wracking, and honestly, to me, cross-listing comes with a lot of overthinking. A lot of things, um, a lot of the people I hear talk about cross-listing on why they don't do it is, what if it sells on one platform and it also sells on another? Before I get into some of the tips that I have to make that not happen at all, I just want to go ahead and say the possibility of that happening is so unlikely. It really is so unlikely. And honestly, if you're a seller, it's not that hard to just go in and delete it. If you sell a shirt on Poshmark and someone you know you have it on Curtsy and you know you have it on Mercari, and if you have time in your day, stop right then and delete it from those apps. If you forget, that's another point that I'm going to make a little bit um, in a minute, but it is the possibility of that happening at the same moment is so unlikely. So please don't let that deter you from um, cross-listing. Honestly, I've never had that happen and I've done it for four years across my business and with my mom's business that we did joint together and that's never happened and if it has happened I know a couple times I have forgotten and not deleted it all you have to do it's not that hard is just cancel the order a lot of apps allow you to cancel order so easily and yeah don't let that deter you from cross-listing because cross-listing can be a really, really good thing for your business. 
but being afraid that it might sell right now is more harm than good. You're really not looking on the bright side and you're not remaining as optimistic as you should because honestly, it's very unlikely that's going to happen. Um, so I have a couple ways that you guys can stay organized to make sure that that does not happen. Through my years of cross-listing, I had to pick up this um, habit to fully understand that cross-listing is um, more time-consuming than I once thought it was. And the first thing that I do to help me out is I use Excel sheets. I don't have too many items that are in my closet right now as I have been focusing on um, mystery boxes as I talk about every single episode. I've been focusing on the mystery boxes in my on my Etsy account at the Cheap Teak if you want to support. Anyways, um, so I haven't been able to fully devote my time to those other selling apps. But for years and what I do, I still am um, partners with my mom um, on our other Poshmark. And we that one's a lot bigger. We have over 300 items listed and we have over 53,000 followers on that Poshmark. So that one is a lot more um, of a challenge. But we also cross-list onto Mare Curry and we cross-list onto Depop on top of having a physical store that people still buy out of. So we wrote the name of cross-listing. And one thing that has helped me stay organized is Excel sheets. Excel sheets and logging in every single item that you have and that you plan to cross-list will help you out so much. Making an Excel sheet is not hard at all. Just your run-in-the-mill... Um, Microsoft and even I think Google has their own. I think it's Google Sheets that they have and then they have the Microsoft Excel, she Excel Sheets. I use those personally rather than a Word document because Excel you can actually see a list of these side by side in these special compartments for them. Excel is just so much better for your taxes, for school, for organizing, the whole nine yards. So I use it also for cross-listing in my business. Um, so I use an Excel sheet and what I will do in one column, I will completely write out every single item that we have in the physical store. Then the next column, every single item that we have on the Poshmark. Next column, every single item that we have on the Mercari so on and so forth. Whichever platforms you decide to sell on, put it all for Depop, all for Curtsy, all for Vinted, all of those. That's what I decided to do is to make an Excel sheet. After a couple years of cross-listing and, you know, not being as organized as I possibly as I possibly could, I knew that there were some things that I wanted to work on and Excel sheets make me feel so motivated and so organized and I recommend that for you guys to do. Excel sheets, you do not have to pay anyone to do it for you, but you do have to be on top of your game. As I said earlier, if you sell an item, in that moment, if you possibly can, do not wait. Delete it from the other apps. Delete it from your Excel sheet or highlight it from your Excel sheet to keep track of your sales. Boom. It can help you out so much, but you have to be on top of your game. That is more hands-on required, but I do have an option that isn't as hands-on for you and is more um, someone else helping you. There is an app that I have used before. 
So I can tell you my honest review of it and why I decided not to stick with it. Um, there is an app. I believe it's an app or it could be a website. I don't know. I know it has both, I think. But it is called Vindu. V-E-N-D-O-O. Vindu is a cross-listing platform. It, it's a cross-listing genius. So basically what you do is you put it, you put one item on there. You put the login to your Poshmark, Mercari, Depop, Curtsy, eBay, Vinted, you name it. I think they have all of them right now. Last I checked, when I first started joining, they didn't have as many platforms as they do now. But they have expanded it, thanks, thank goodness. Um, so, they, yeah, they even have Grailed. They have TradeZ. So, yeah, if you wanted to do all that, there you go. You just put in your login for all of that. You make one posting. You make one posting, you put all the pictures. Most of the selling apps have the same platform. You have the photographs, which is either eight to four, depending on which site it is. Um, then you have the title, you have the description, you have sometimes a place for hashtags, brand, color, category, shipping info, and your pricing. Then Vindu gives you the opportunity to post that one you did for no specific app, that one listing you made, and you can post it to your eBay, Etsy, Poshmark, Mercari, Grailed, Depop, and Tradesy. Those are the main ones that I see and know. With one button, you can post it onto different ones. And it also keeps track of if it sales. If it sells on Poshmark, it'll immediately take it off for you. You don't have to do anything at all. Like, seriously, you don't have to do anything. I have used it, and honestly, it was very beneficial to me at the time. I don't currently use it. The reason I don't use it is because it is not free. (laughs) It is not free. It does cost. However, that cost might be worth it for you. For someone like me, who is not a full-timer, I am a college student, so I can't devote all my time to selling. I don't want to take out extra expenses that I shouldn't. Therefore, I had to end it at my free trial that I got with them. I got a free trial. Um, I don't remember how. I think they did promos. I did it when they first started Vindu. Um, And one of the people I saw, I followed on my um, Instagram, she had like a code and you could get a month free or three months free. I think it was like two months free or something like that. And I took the opportunity and I tried it out and it actually was very nice, but I had to end it because it cost. They have different plans, so don't worry about it. But I think their base plan is, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Their base plan, if you want to list around 25 items per month, you get three marketplaces, image resizer and editor, image hosting, inventory page, CSV export, daily seller data, you get it for $8.99 a month. That was not something that I could do and I don't want to do, but it could be worth it for you if you are a full-time seller and this is what you plan on doing and you add more. And another thing that's worth mentioning, the more items you want to list per month, the more it's going to cost. If you do 125 items per month, it is $19.99 that month. 
Then there are add-ons if you want to do importing, delist, and relist all marketplaces, and a bundle for all of those. It is $11.99 per month, or you just want one. It is $4.99 per month, plus the $8.99 or $19.99 that you decide to do. I believe they still have the free, yeah, they do have the free trial if you want to try it out. I recommend you trying it out before you pull the trigger and decide to pay for the membership. But personally, my honest review with Vindu, I liked it. It was beneficial for me. However, it is a little, it's a little confusing at first, but it wasn't worth it for me. Not to mention, I feel like my page is manageable that I could do it by myself without paying anyone else. I'm telling you guys, if you are not sold on Vindu, do not buy it. Just try it out, maybe. But it is not that hard. Just be on your game, be vigilant, and use that Excel sheet. If something sells and you just open up your Excel sheet, see where else you listed it, go to all those sites, take it off yourself. Boom. There you go. I already copy and paste my captions and copy and paste my descriptions for each one. So honestly, this isn't really hard for me to cross list. But there are tools to help you if you are doing this full time and you don't want the stress of making sure you can delete it, making sure it can do all that. Vendu will then, I think, be a good option for you. Just try it out if you want. Um... So yeah, I just, there are options. You can either go the free route and use the good old Microsoft Excel sheet, keep yourself organized on your own time, or you can go the paid route and do that. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode. I hope you learned so much about um, staying organized and cross-listing within your closet. Again, I 10 out of 10 recommend cross-listing. I think if you are ready to take your business to the next step and you know it can do bigger and better in other platforms, do it. Um, I know if you're selling like men's clothing, men's clothing is kind of hit or miss on Poshmark. But on apps like Mercari, there are a lot of men that shop on their own there. And that's why I would recommend cross-listing because you never know what your ideal customer is shopping on today. So if you are thinking about cross-listing and you have maybe started thinking about it and researching it and you stumbled upon this episode, this is your sign to start cross-listing and start getting yourself out there to expand your business beyond the measures that it was in 2020. 2021 is a year of growing your business and to me, the first step that you can take is to start cross-listing. I know some of the reseller um, influencers that I follow, especially the Empty Hanger, love her, love Jenna, she actually started cross-listing. She sells on Poshmark and that was her main platform. However, she has her own website now. She sells on Mercari and she also started selling on eBay. So if you are looking for a sign to be more successful and to try a little bit harder on your business to grow it to be possibly full-time, cross-listing is the way to go. I hope you guys found this week's episode informational and just wanted to give you guys a little um, fun podcast to listen to before I bring back the Friday episodes. I wanted to let you guys know that I will bring back the what's sold this week. 
I am so behind. I have not done that since December, which means I got a long one for you because I will be telling you guys everything that has sold since 2021 started. That week's, that episode, that little bonus episode that I used to do on Friday is going to be so much fun. And I hope you guys like everything that I sold and I hope you guys can take from it. So again, I want to thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. This is Thrifting Ain't Easy. I'm Erica, your host. Thank y'all. I love y'all so much and I hope you have a great rest of your week and you will hear from me again on Friday. Bye.